Good morning. Welcome to Mornings with Lone Star with Dick and Skippy. 907 on the dot here at the Lone Star Studios. Glad to have you with us as we watch the uh, view count just go higher and higher every day. Happy Monday. It is Monday, October. Sorry, October already. September 24th, 2018. Or if you're listening to us later on podcast, it's any day you want it to be. Morning's Lone Star, Dick and Skippy. I'm Skippy. Hello. Next to me is Dick. Hi. And, and hi. And we got we got guests galore here today. We got lots to talk about. We also got guests galore. So really happy about that. Uh, let's get right into news and or, I mean uh, weather and traffic here, and then we'll talk news. So already right now it is 75 degrees out there. Going to get up to 86. Though I see no storms in the uh, in the forecast, no rains, only a 10% chance of rain, but humidity's at 90%, so it's going to be one of those muggy days, overcast. I can actually live with that for a while. Uh, Load not going to get down to the uh, low 70s. All week long, uh, looks like storms are going to be popping in and out, but the highs, no more than 85 all week long. Lows getting down to the 70s, maybe even the high 60s. So yesterday, of course, was... The first day of uh, uh, autumn, so bye-bye summer, and uh, we creep slowly but surely towards winter. So good to have you this morning. So that's the weather. Traffic driving in didn't look too bad. Are there any bad accidents out there? Let us know if you're listening to us on 104.5 or 106.1 on your Conroe dial. But chances are you're listening to us on a Facebook Live uh, we got podcasts, we got IRLoneStar.com, and we got your Lone Star Community Radio phone app. So there's no way to get rid of us. We have taken away every excuse for you to listen to someone else besides us this morning. So that's it here. I know Dick is merrily typing away, getting ready for our guests. So I'm just going to go straight into some local news. How's that sound? Thank you. I'm 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 just working on just let people know we're on Lone Star's Facebook. I'm putting us on Morning's Lone Star's Facebook right now. There you go. So, uh, yeah, we've had some listeners trying to figure out, you know, we'll answer comments, but comments they don't see. So we're working on a way to, like, amalgamate all our all of our com- comments that we get from various sources so you can see and, and interact. But do interact with us. Uh, lay comments down on the Facebook Live uh, going down. Uh, call us, 936-647-3776. Leave us a message. If we like the sound of your voice, we may put it on the air. You never know. But anyhow, local, so some stuff happened over the weekend, but more importantly, a lot of stuff didn't happen over the weekend because of the rain. In fact, you heard me pimping last week or so, the Woodlands Arts in the Park featuring Shakespeare in the Park. Well, that got postponed because of the rain. I was uh, knee-deep in in the decisions on that one, meeting with Muckety Mucks, and we decided it would be best to postpone it to October 21st. So, mark your calendars, 10-21, we're going to have... Shakespeare in the Park, Arts in the Park. They're at the same place, Rob Fleming Park in the Woodlands. Uh, you'll got much ado about nothing starting at 7 o'clock, maybe even a tad earlier because sunset will come a little earlier. And just have a lot of fun with that. But uh, something that did go down was the ninth annual Wood Forest Charity Run. More than 300 runners showed up and raised more than $100,000. Uh, this is the ninth annual run. Uh, the funds raised go to various Montgomery County charities, including like Montgomery County Youth Services and others. So those people that schlepped out to run in like a 5K and a 1K, you know, hats off to you. Thank you so much for that. Uh, appreciate it. Um, 
let's see what else happened. Oh, Children Safe Harbor celebrating 20 years of service. We want to do a Dick and Skippy tip of the hat to Children Safe Harbor. Uh, the vision of just uh, one couple 20 years ago realizing Montgomery County did not have a safe harbor for kids. And here they are 20 years later doing their thing. So we want to give them a tip of the hat on that one. Um, if you're living in Willis, this is a PSA for you. Willis Police Department has announced that they're going to start ticketing cars, blocking driveways during school zone hours. And, you know, you see when you're at an inter intersection, but it's not like a traffic light, but, you know, you're on the main street and there's a side street coming out and it says do not block intersection. Well, if you do and there's a cop there in Willis, you're going to ticket you. So don't do it. Plus, there's no reason to block it. No one's going to squeeze in front of you. It's not like you're going to miss the light. And that way it lets the people go, go crossways on that. Uh, kind of news that hit home to me. Uh, there's a Chase Bank not too far from my house. In fact, my uh, business address is like right next door to this. Chase Bank uh, got robbed over the weekend. Apparently some guy walked in, a tall white guy. So, so be on the lookout for him. That's, that's all That's all I got. Tall, about six foot tall, white, blondish hair, and clothing. But uh, walked, so obviously it's not me. That's twice my height. But he walked in saying he had explosives on him. So I presume they gave him money. But uh, they are looking for him. So if you're the bank robber and within the sound of my voice, shame on you. You need to earn that money like the rest of us. Put the money back and get a job. What else we got coming up here on October 5th? So the 32nd annual Lobster Fest dinner hosted by the Conroe, Lake Conroe Area Chamber of Commerce. This is a great networking opportunity. I think the tickets are like uh, 80 bucks each with a table for 750 uh, especially if I think discounts if you're a chamber member, but this is a great networking event and come on lobster. You can never go wrong with lobster. Uh, still in October on the third. If you ever want a coffee with the cop, here's your chance. Uh, Montgomery County, uh, law enforcement will be at dozy dough breakfast and barbecue right there on research forest, not the big barn on I 45 feeder road, but on research forest, they got dozy dough breakfast and, uh, barbecue. I think it's where the uh, Raging Cajun used to be. Anyhow, 7 to 9 in the morning, grab coffee and a donut with the cop. Find out and get to know them. Uh, it's it's good to know a cop. Uh, I, it was ingrained in, my, in me when I was a kid, Dick, to uh, anytime I saw a cop, wave. You know, I'm, I'm driving past or anything like that. And I, Is that to show them you're not armed? Yeah, well, there's that, but just to show appreciation. I mean... Uh, yeah, there are bad cops, there are bad doctors, there are bad lawyers, there are bad baristas, you know, so to have an entire entertainment industry pick on cops, uh, I'm not downplaying those ones who are bad or do the wrong things, but these are men and women who literally run into situations that I'm running away from, much like firefighters or EMTs, and, you know, it doesn't hurt to just let them know. Every time I pass them, I'll give a wave. Uh, I remember last year, just before uh, Harvey hit, uh, it, was, it was hot. And there were some cops at the top of my street uh, kind of doing the, uh, the the speed check because my uh, the main drag through my street is 25 miles an hour. And it was hot. And there were like three cop cars there. So I just I drove past them, turned around, went to the, you know, stop and slop, picked up a six-pack of sodas and just said, here you go, guys. It's got to be hot. And they were, they were used to people yelling at them for enforcing the speed limit. So that's just one of those things. So I'm, I think on the third, I'm going to go out to Dozy Doe and have copy with the cop. Uh, this weekend, actually starting on Thursday, the Dragon Boat Race is happening. And I got invited to be a part of one of the teams. I'm thinking about doing it. That's desperate right there. I, I know. I hit, they hit the bottom 
of the dragon boat barrel, found nothing, opened up a new barrel, dug through the bottom of that, and there I was. So I will find out today. But, yeah, it's from September 27th to 30th. Uh, YMCA puts it on here, and it's a great team-building exercise. I guess it's just the dragon boat version of the bed races that you see in old episodes of the monkeys. Uh Two more things. On the 25th also, the Woodlands is having an incorporation public forum, 6.30 p.m. at the Waterway oh, Marriott. We talked about this the other day, but the possible incorporation of the Woodlands is a big hot-button topic for the residents there, and they're going to have a public forum on that. So uh, it's free. My favorite color. Go there. And finally, Montgomery, the city of Montgomery, is seeking applications for planning and zoning board members. There are two seats open. Uh, this is, uh, I believe it's non-paying gig, but you get to handle planning and zoning situations. Uh, there are prerequisites. You have to be a resident of the city by the time you file for it. And you can file until October 3rd, go to Montgomery, Texas, and Texas is spelled out MontgomeryTexas.gov to get your application and find out if you want to be a board member on the planning and zoning board. Dick, do you want to be the board? No, member? I got too much stuff to you. How hard can it be? You got to show up somewhere. I can't be too okay. Well, this is, well, you know, Dick, you and I are the best argument for human cloning, so we can I agree. be more places. At I once. mean, I just saw the sixth day the other day. So I mean, besides just cloning Arnold Schwarzenegger, show me your eyelid. Do you have dots yeah. on your eyelid? So it's always underneath stuff. Like I saw that in uh, Pink Panther, not Pink Panther, Black Panther, uh-huh. and he's like they go like this, and they show the tattoo they apparently give you if you're born inside that island. Or inside the Wakanda. Okay. Yeah, my son actually got a tattoo on his upper lip. He tried to hide it from me for a while, but eventually it came Like out. inside of his lip? Yeah, on the bottom right there. Oof. Oof. Yeah. I mean, I was man enough to get one tattoo. I'll get one more before I die. But, uh, you know, it, it hurt, but it didn't, like, bring tears or anything. But there's your forearm, and then there's your lip. There are body parts I think just God did not intend to be tattooed well i mean i feel like if you can see it you can tattoo it oh this is true so you've seen those ones like you know like can you do Cougar your tonsils man or something <laughs> can you uh oh that's a good question do you want your tonsils well no i'm just a needle going i mean if i just said hey if you can see it you can do it yeah i'll open up i want to see if i can see your tonsils so oh, no, i'm not playing that game right now <laughs> Well, you got like, you know, Cougar Man and something, those people that get head-to-toe tattoos so they can look like a tiger or cougar or something. That's, um, I guess there's a market for it. But for me, and any kind of facial tattoo is pretty much saying, please don't hire me. So now, of course, if you, you know, capable of paying your own way, go for it. And I think finally, I think we got one more weekend of Savannah Sipping Society next door at the uh, Crichton Theater which is a female-driven comedy, but also coming up soon at the Owen. We got, and then there were none. We used to know it as Ten Little Indians, um, and before that, known by a different name. But uh, Agatha Christie, great story. Even if you've seen it before, it's always just a great, great story. Great whodunit. Ten people on an island during a storm. One by one, they start getting picked off, and that's where my spoilers end. That is everything local that I can think of. However, if you got any local news or events coming up, let us know at the aforementioned 936 647 Dick at or just leave a comment on our Facebook live stream or our Facebook page. Yeah, another event I want to tell people, uh, since we're doing the events right now, Do is it. on October 2nd, 
It is National Night Out. You already talked about that, though, didn't you? Uh, no, go for it. Uh, you already talked about cops. Yeah, cops, so. but not National Night Off. So it's not National Night, Night out, out, so that's you. Go so for it, my friend. on October 2nd, 2018, 5 p.m. to 8 p.m. at the Conroe Target here on I-45 and Highway 105. Free event for everybody, all family and everything. They're going to have SWAT trucks, crime scene, police motorcycles, all the good stuff, fire trucks, uh, hot dogs, chips, soft drinks. Uh, what's a trackless train? I wonder what that's all about. Uh, it, it's wheels. It's like the the, the kitty train. Oh, so it's just a it's just a you know, like a lot, yeah, it's like a go kart. A, a dressed up locomotive with a okay. lawnmower engine pulling a lot of little. That's easy. Yeah, but yeah, no, we uh, we know we had Officer uh, Eddie Davis in mm-hmm. uh, dropping off some stuff. So yeah, I just want to let people know if you have any more questions about this event coming October second, just contact the Conroe Police Department at their normal number, not their uh, emergency number, <laughs> uh, which everyone knows. But yeah, I think that's a cool thing. And they, you know, what's funny is every year they do it bigger and bigger and bigger, and I think they're getting more and more people to go into checking out instead of having it in the neighborhood they just go out to this thing at the target parking lot and just get to meet the officers mm-hmm. and that kind of stuff i so. think i think that yeah there's a large sense of the community i think uh, like trick-or-treating is making a comeback i think for a couple of years it was kind of fading away uh but i think it's making a comeback and same thing with community outings like this you can go just step outside your door and talk to the neighbor you talk to anyways or get a big sense of community yeah so there's that uh, so there's nothing else going on? You want to take our break? Yeah, we'll take a break, but do know that today we got some special guests coming in. A few minutes, we'll have Karen Boyd coming in. Later on, 10 o'clock, we got Melanie Bush, and after her, Sonia Lopez. You want to know more? Stay tuned. You're listening to Mornings and Lone Star, brought to you by Conroe Coffee and Clean Sweep Office Cleaning, and Jay Stilber for County Judge. We'll be right back. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning has been Montgomery County's business cleaning service since 2002, offering professional office cleaning in areas such as restroom, stairwells, elevator, floor care, pretty much every angle of your office. One-time cleaning is available, but you will want these guys back. Offering daily, weekly, monthly scheduled cleanings, Clean Sweep Office Cleaning works around your business needs. Schedule a cleaning today online at cleansweepofficecleaning.com or call 832-689-7996. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Take back your time and let us make your office shine. Mornings with Lone Star is sponsored by Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Conroe Coffee is a local coffee shop located in the heart of downtown Conroe at 206 North Main Street, Conroe, Texas. Between the Crichton Theater and the Owen Theater, Conroe Coffee serves breakfast, lunch, and dinner, along with tasty treats and Italy's favorite coffee. Have your favorite coffee or just have a midday snack be personally delivered to you at any location in downtown Conroe. All you have to do is call 936-CONROE-C or 936-266-7632. We'd like to thank our sponsor at Conroe Coffee for supporting Mornings with Lone Star and Lone Star Community Radio. Don't forget to check them out online at conroecoffee.com. My name is Jay Stittleberg. I'm an Iraq War veteran, Naval Academy graduate, certified project management professional, and I'm running for county judge in Montgomery County. We should have a budget and a strategic plan that reflect the priorities in our county. Public safety, flood mitigation, mobility and infrastructure. I will build trust in our county government through transparency and accountability, representing every resident in Montgomery County. I'm Jay Stittleberg, and I'm ready to work for you. 
Lundstar, IRLundstar.com, Condors FM 104.5, 106.1, broadcasting live from the LSCR studios. It is 925, folks. We're broadcasting out on Facebook Live, so feel free to join us there. We got a bunch of guests today, and so we're going to be wrapping up uh, the morning events and everything. Again, if you have events, let us know, and we like to talk about them. Uh, another couple things I know it is uh, beginning of October next month, and the city of Conroe does a lot of cool events. Uh, holiday themed stuff pretty much for October and December and also November to let people know about what's happening on October so October 20th mark your calendars for the trick or treat trail and movies in the woods this is a I'm reading this is their promotion folks so I'm not making this up get ready for some chills and thrills as the city of Conroe Parks and Recreation prepares to host our annual trick or treat trail and movie in the woods all the fun is happening Saturday, October 20th at Carl Barton Jr. Park. The trail will open at 3 p.m. After the trail closes at 6 p.m., stick around for Movie in the Woods featuring Hotel Transylvania 3. Uh, the movie starts at 7.15. Both events are free. Uh, concessions will be sold. And if you have more information, just contact the C.K. Ray Recreation Center or go online at cityoconro.org. I think when they mean by trail, that means trick or treat. I think. Sean, is that, what that is that what they're trying to tell me there? Yeah, it's the haunted trail kind of thing. I'm just making so. sure that people are listening. Like, I have no idea. What, what do you mean trail I'm running? And then, no, no, no. no. It's, it's cool because you got people like, in, instead of going to like, uh, what what are those uh, haunted houses that you got to stand in the line for three hours and then sign these waivers that you want to punch out the person ju- jumping out at you? You can do that or you can just go, you got some of these haunted trails. There's going to be one at a Bear Branch Park in the Woodlands uh, and the one up in Conroe here where... A lot of fun. Uh, I know they're looking for actors and volunteers, too, on that. So yeah. a few years ago, uh, I've got a volunteer fire department in my neighborhood just up the street. And one Halloween, they put on the, the haunted firehouse. It was so cool. It was like the year that my daughter finally, you know, girded her loins and said, okay, I'm going to do this. And th- these guys were pretty intense. These are firefighters, so they know how to, how to like mess with you. But, it, yeah, I wish they'd do that again because that was a lot of fun. So, hey, if you're with the Timber Lakes, Timber Ridge Volunteer Fire Department and you're, you're within the sound of my voice, just think about it because that was so awesome. And I'm remembering that years later. Well, who do we have in the studio with us right now? Dick, we have Karen Boyd in here. Karen is with Play With Purpose. And it's not Play With A Purpose, but Play With Purpose. And uh, she's going to be talking about this upcoming fundraising event, Cadence Classic. It's going to be benefiting kids with cancer. Hey, Karen, how you doing? Hi, Sean. How are you? Oh, great to see you today. It's nice to see you, too, and thank you for having us. Of course. Welcome to the studio. So first off, tell us what is Play With Purpose, and then we're going to go into what's Cadence Classic. Play With Purpose is a program of nonprofit Project 828 Foundation, and it is a program where we empower youth to make a difference for children in need. We focus on orphans, foster care children, and children with cancer and rare diseases. Okay. So so this, um, the organization Play With Purchase, I mean, because you have kids like underprivileged and stuff like that, but you, you take a, like a larger gamut here, those who are truly in need. Yes, we do do some underprivileged children mm-hmm. as well. Uh, we give out shoes at different events for children in need, uh, but our main focus is the children who are truly suffering at no cause of their own. And uh, you don't have to look far 
to actually uh, find that. Awesome. Uh, tell me, how did Play With Purpose begin? Well, what's the origins? Well, we went to Africa, okay. and we actually were just introduced to a level of poverty that we had not uh, seen. My son was 10 years old. Oh, and he was with you? Yes. Oh, wow. My son and I and some very close friends, and we visited several countries there. And during that process, um, my heart was broken, and so was this little 10-year-old boy's. And we came home, and uh, months after it, we were still thinking about it. And one weekend, we were at uh, uh, at the gym. We're at the gym a lot. My son plays uh, basketball. We're at the gym, and he hadn't had a really great tournament. And, and I just said, you know what? You need to play for a higher purpose. And we started thinking about it, and we, we, we came up with an idea of how we could help children, orphans, and, and these children uh, through basketball and sports. That's so cool. And so, uh, how, how long ago again? You you said it, but this was he just turned fifteen. So this was uh, shortly after he was ten. It took us about a year to get the uh, mm-hmm. program in place, and so we've actively been doing it for three years. Wow, that is so great. So out of this grew Cadence Classic. Talk to me about this. Cadence Classic is uh, an event that we did in memory of Cadence Seraphin. And Caden Serafin was a friend, a personal friend of my son and many of the kids who had played with purpose. He played basketball with them, mm-hmm. and uh, he lost his leg to Ewing sarcoma. So he had a prosthetic leg, and even at that point, he managed their team and sometimes would go out during the basketball game. And uh, his cancer metastasized and spread, and he passed away in October of 2016. So it was very natural for... Hudson to just say, Mom, we got to do something, you know, to make a difference here. And that's when we expanded into children with cancer. Wow. Okay. Caden was just an incredible kid. You know, I think one of the main reasons that uh, we're so inspired to do this is because he was a leader. And even, you know, throughout his fight with cancer, he was always thinking of others. He was always wanting to make people laugh and uh, broaden their day. And so he really epitomized uh, uh, the whole concept of what we're looking for within Play With Purpose is to make somebody look at a situation and bring good out of it. That is so good. Well, sparing you the thought here for Kate and Seraphim, for sure. Uh, so talk to me about the classic itself. Was well, Obviously, it's a fundraising event. Yes, we're uh, raising awareness and funds for mm-hmm. children with cancer. And our uh, beneficiary is the Sunshine Kids. The Sunshine Kids is a nonprofit organization that does specialized camps and events for children with cancer. And I think that's just such a, an important thing because these children face such a hard journey and, and they have such... Uh, uh, their immune systems are compromised, so they can't go to a regular um, camp. So we are going to send children with cancer to camps, and we're also doing a scholarship for uh, a young person who has survived cancer. Oh, wow. And exactly when, where is this going down, and how can people get tickets? It's at College Park High School okay. this Friday, September 28th. 
Uh, the activities start at 6 o'clock. Registration for our three-point starts at 545. Mm-hmm. And that's $5 at the door for admission, $5 for the three-point. We have great raffle prizes. We even have a BMW for the weekend, a Mini Cooper, a lot of really cool things going on. Okay, Dick, you get the Mini Cooper, I get the BMW. Deal? <laughs> That's great. Is there a website or a a page people can go to to find out? You can go to Play With Purpose Sports on Facebook and check out the event. We have all the information. And we have some really cool guests that will be in the house that night. We have Dunkzilla. He's a famous (laughs) dunker. He was even on the reality show Dunk King. And we have Sir Isaac, which is one of the most popular dunkers in the Houston and uh, really the United States. So they're coming out. They're going to be putting on a show. And I hear that they might even be playing with the dads against the athletes at College Park. Will you be allowing side bets that are, you know, semi, semi-legal <laughs> at bet? I, I'll see some of that action. How many? Uh, if, I, if I went on the dads team, I think by the second quarter, I'd be... My left arm would be going numb. I'd be in some serious trouble. So. Well, we we sort of knew that that might be a problem, so we did a twenty minute running clock for these dads. Oh, that good. was for okay. you, dads. Yeah, right. Okay, there's a chance of survival on some, and maybe get some ringers on the dads. Yeah, I'm, I'm just saying that's great. And now, how many years has Cadence Classic been going now? This is our second Cadence Classic. Awesome. So, yes, uh, and how how uh, last year? Do you know how like how much you raised or? We raised over $8,000, and we had uh, over 500 people attend. So we're really, really wanting the community to come out, uh, athletes, sports enthusiasts. We're really wanting to make a difference here. Was that about the same time last year that you had it? Uh, Actually, the first year that we had it was in December of 16. Okay. And with the Hurricane Harvey last year, we sort of had to skip a year. and so. Right, and that's what I was thinking. (laughs) Uh, I thought maybe the timing on that. So people, you listen, 500 people showed up. They raised 8,000. I think you can easily break 10,000 this year. Hey, I'm I'm calling for it. (laughs) We're all all back in our homes now. No no flooding going on, and I'm not going to jinx it with anything. So definitely go to this. You want to hit Play with Purpose Sports on Facebook. Now, you also have a website, right? Playwithpurposesports.org? Yes, sir. And can people, if someone can't maybe make it to this event, but they want to help out, do you have a ability to donate on the webpage? Yes, there's a donate uh, button, and uh, all they have to do is hit that, and we would uh, so appreciate any support for this event. Cool. So uh, now your son, because you said you and he started this like five years ago, going to Africa on this trip. Now, what prompted the trip to Africa? Was it you never been there or? Well, you know, we, a friend invited us and we're like, wow, Africa, we want to see some cool animals. That would be cool. <laughs> and really, that's, um, that's how it started. And where God took it was a completely different place. So you go there for one reason and yeah. you're there, you see stuff, you come back with a vision that's now been lasting five years. It's changed our life. And Play With Purpose athletes, the kids that have participated in this program, have raised nearly $80,000. Whoa. (laughs) Pretty impressive for for young kids. And, you know, it's not just about helping the children in need, but we're really, we have a dual purpose here. We want to create an environment and a movement where it's cool for youth 
to think about others, mm-hmm. to, to really get excited about making a difference for other people and realize how that empowers them to be a better person. So think back now. Here's the unfair question. What's your favorite memory or your just most wonderful memory of the last few years with Play With Purpose that just really sticks out in your head? Wow, that's a hard one. Or pick one of the favorites. Uh, I think that one of the my most favorite memory is uh, in the spring, we took 100 foster children to the Rockets game. Oh, wow. And those children, most of them had never been to a Rockets game. And seeing their smiles and seeing how excited they were that they just got to do a normal thing, uh, that will be etched in my memory forever. Oh, I bet. That that sounds like a lot of fun mm-hmm. on that. I've, I've done similar things and I've made my wife jealous last night. She was wa- Yesterday she was watching the Texans game. And she, I'm the football widow, but I actually <laughs> went the first game ever played at a, a, a Reliance or NRG. Uh, I was there with uh, the Houston Reed Commission, which oh, helped wow. kids uh, with literacy issues. Mm-hmm. And so she's mad at me. I think I'll be sleeping on the sofa for a while on that one. That's a wonderful memory. So more than 100 kids, so Rockets game. So this is the kind of things you do. It's not just throwing money at a problem, hoping it'll go away. I mean, you're actually doing active and proactive things to really help these kids out. Yes, sir. We're even planning a mission trip for next August to go to Haiti to do a hands-on sports camp in Haiti. Oh, wow. I'm going to put you in touch with uh, this organization called uh, uh, Hands Up Global Goods. Uh, They deal with uh, uh, Haitian men, helping them break the cycle of violence and stuff, young men and older men. So I'm going to put you in touch with them. That would be fantastic. Well, you're out there telling them I said hi. (laughs) I will. Awesome. Well, listen, we've been talking to Karen Boyd. Uh, It is, what time is it already? It's 9.39 on the dot. We're going to take a quick break. And Karen, thank you so much for being with us today. Is there anything else you want to say before we go on? Thank you, Sean. Y'all just come out Friday, 6 o'clock, College Park High, Main Gym. We we will look forward to seeing you there. And we're going to post this on our page, so we're taking away every excuse not to be there. Morning's Lone Star, Dick and Skippy. We shall return. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning has been Montgomery County's business cleaning service since 2002, offering professional office cleaning in areas such as restroom, stairwells, elevator, floor care, pretty much every angle of your office. One-time cleaning is available, but you will want these guys back. Offering daily, weekly, monthly scheduled cleanings, Clean Sweep Office Cleaning works around your business needs. Schedule a cleaning today online at cleansweepofficecleaning.com or call 832-689-7996. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Take back your time and let us make your office shine. Mornings with Lone Star is sponsored by Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Conroe Coffee is a local coffee shop located in the heart of downtown Conroe at 206 North Main Street, Conroe, Texas. Between the Crichton Theater and the Owen Theater, Conroe Coffee serves breakfast, lunch, and dinner along with tasty treats and Italy's favorite coffee. Have your favorite coffee or just have a midday snack be personally delivered to you at any location in downtown Conroe. All you have to do is call 936-CONROE-C or 936-266-5500. 
1-800-926-7632. We'd like to thank our sponsor at Conroe Coffee for supporting Mornings with Lone Star and Lone Star Community Radio. Don't forget to check them out online at conroecoffee.com. My name is Jay Stittleberg. I'm an Iraq War veteran, Naval Academy graduate, certified project management professional, and I'm running for county judge in Montgomery County. We should have a budget and a strategic plan that reflect the priorities in our county. Public safety, flood mitigation, mobility and infrastructure. I will build trust in our county government through transparency and accountability, representing every resident in Montgomery County. I'm Jay Stittleberg, and I'm ready to work for you. Welcome back. Morning's Lone Star, Dick and Skippy, 943 on the dot. 76 degrees outside. Lone Star weather tree lets me know there's a slight breeze, a little overcast, uh, but the rains may not be coming till tomorrow. So today, enjoy the calm between the storms and uh, yeah, enjoy autumn. Just think, we're only a few weeks away from Halloween. Are you going to dress up like Johnny Quest again? Oh, I have no idea yet. What do you, you got, got any like motifs every every halloween do you like go with something no uh i think it just depends on what people want to do i know leo and jason they like to go to the montrose crawl mm-hmm. which is always fun but uh i still can't unsee the unicorn picture from last year it, it's burned for thank you jason for dressing yeah. up like a my little unicorn but i don't know uh, it just kind of depends on what we're doing with the studio because that is kind of a busy month for us hopefully mm-hmm. so with the hopeful hopeful renovations of the studio and, and you just never know What's going to happen? I think we should wear like green bodysuits, like Eliskit type bodysuits, and just chroma key us out so we're like two ghosts doing the show. Well, I think what we could do is we, if we're going to a party or anything, we need to look like maintenance people <laughs> and then just carry a ladder around. Because there's a joke online where if you're carrying a ladder, no one questions you. Carrying a ladder or a clipboard? Or a clipboard. Clipboard, definitely. Uh, and I put that to the test. So I think that's what we can do. We can get all the cool parties and things like that. So There we go. Now, for the last many, many years, because I used to be big in like dressing up and stuff, but now my, my theme every year for Halloween is to wear pretty much normal clothes, but it's all the backstory. And it's the most convoluted backstory I can come up with. Uh, one year, I was uh, Oma, uh, I, I was a uh, uh, Kansas... Uh, sorry, sorry. Um, I can't remember the first name, but I was Indiana Jones's less successful brother who failed out of archaeology so he became a horticulturalist i'm just wearing garden you know yeah gardening clothes so interesting yeah it's all the backstory my friend well we got melanie bush coming in about 15 minutes so it's just you and me oh so what would you like to talk about well if you notice i said let's play rumors today because i'm sure you've been hearing what's been going on in the news like what's ripping through the headlines now is is the the kavanaugh confirmation hearing Uh. well well because things happen over the weekend where there's now someone like, else popping up. Really? Yes. That really happened? Yes. I mean, is it like is it is it similar to the letter thing where it's like, oh, hey, we knew about this? No, there's someone who said, oh, I've been thinking about this for, uh, you, you know, I just remembered. Uh, it. <clears throat> I guess in a nutshell, what I'm trying to say is there's some words I'd like to bring to the world's attention. Uh, due process, or due process, if you want, and presumption of innocence. And these things seem to be gone by the wayside. There, there seems to be a playbook going on. Now, this is just my personal opinion. And, and here's the thing. I don't know if Kavanaugh has done anything wrong. I honestly don't know. But that's the whole point. And, and I know I'm sounding holier than thou with my recent jury duty. 
but you know when they were saying you know they gave me the hypothetical you know mr juror six if you uh were out for dinner with your wife and had a cocktail a beer and a glass of wine over a three-hour period would you be breaking the law by driving home and i said i don't know i don't know what makes me blow 0.08 so i can't answer that question there is a presumption i would hope not but there's a presumption of innocence and there's due process and it's happened before Kavanaugh, and it's happened on both sides. Once again, uh, you know, I'm not leaning down towards any other side. This is the example that's happening right here, right now, that's been thrown to sharp relief. Battle lines are drawn. <clears throat> careers are on the line on a situation that there was, when I say literally no evidence, I mean literally not a shred of evidence. This is something that can't make it through a normal court, which is why it's being tried in the court of public opinion. Now, there may be investigations, and it may come out that Kavanaugh was a bad boy, in which case, shame on him and—, and as the law provides, there are remedies. But you got to read about this new lady popping up over the weekend, her recollections and her reasoning well, for I mean, waiting. It's, it's almost like they want everyone to talk about this stuff, and it's like a smokescreen. Well, it's to put the, it's put the confirmation after the midterms in the hopes that there's a party shift in the majority in okay. House and Senate. But, and it's obvious. And I'm not saying it's, it's necessarily evil or something. You know, the other side would do it just as much. But the whole point is I'm tired of the, well, you did it so we can do it. I'm, I think we should raise the bar. But this is something where we're jacking around. <clears throat> take Kavanaugh out of it. Take politics out of it. Let's just say that, you know, I'm Kavanaugh's age or a little bit. Okay. Okay, all of a sudden, you know, I'm running for dog catcher or I'm on the radio station and someone says that back when I was 17, when I was a freshman or, or sophomore in university at that point, um, I was at a party and, you know, there's no due process, no presumption of innocence, no corroborating evidence. All the witnesses have said, actually, no, this didn't happen the way I see it. It's just the, the timing is suspect to me. I'd like to hear people's responses to this like what their thoughts are. Because I know I'm sounding like, oh, you know, anti-Democrat and truly not. This could easily be the other party uh, doing its thing. I think a, the Anita Hill playbook has been put into effect and it wasn't working. So now we're coming up with, oh, here's someone else who's saying something. And one of the responses is, well, why are they, why would they risk ruining their reputation with a false accusation? Because all these ladies are going to get book deals. They're going to become the darlings. They're going to be taken care of. That's just all there is to it. Omarosa, for a weekend, she made enough money to see her through the rest of the year with her book. But I'm just thinking, it got me thinking this morning, Dick, how many situations have been popped up that that's been the thing? Omarosa, uh, Roy Moore. You know, I looked up to see if anything had happened with the Roy Moore case since uh, the, the primary happened. And, you know, literally nothing has happened. No indictments, no charges, no court dates, no new witnesses, no nothing. It's like the minute... The Roy Moore case, and again, I don't know if Roy Moore was a bad boy or not. That's the whole point. There's a presumption of innocence until the law, you know, until the judicial system addresses it and hopefully remedies it. So it was like, Roy Moore, okay, lost the election, now we're on to the next one. And that kind of bothers me, Dick. Any thoughts? Well, that's what I'm saying. Like it's it's like they know how to feed the beasts, and the feed the beast is the co the communication between people, and they get so caught up in this. Like, I mean, the greatest example is remember how everyone cared about that Alabama guy running? That's Roy Moore. Yeah, everyone cared about that. Mm -hmm. 
then literally the moment from the and I researched the heck out of this trying to find out what's happened as a result what you know if any indictments have come down if any charges have come down if the DAs come forward if, if new witnesses anything no everybody disappeared the minute that yeah, so primary I mean, happened but I think also a lot of people who who really care because I talk to my buddies you know people is they get so wrapped up into this stuff and I would say it's one of the worst times to be wrapped up because you don't know what's facts and what's not. That's why there's a presumption of innocence and due process. And people are, you know, we actually had, there is a uh, senator, and I won't say what party <laughs> the senator belonged to, but said basically there needs to be a presumption of guilt that that is now up, is incumbent on the accused to prove their innocence. And that is runs contrary to everything in the American judicial uh system judicial system well i mean i think in the end what do you think what's your prediction um this is going to go down one of two ways uh, either there will be clear and compelling evidence uh that kavanaugh was a bad boy in which case invest whatever needs to legally happen needs to happen on that and there will be parties doing their victory laps and, and parties doing their you know oh wells but here's the thing: even the GOP is not saying he didn't do anything. They're they're like bring you know, bring the evidence of a quote victim of any crime does not is not allowed to set terms of what the court should be or what the investigation should be. You don't get to say I want the FBI to investigate this. You don't get to say, uh, you know, a few days ago it was the accuser saying uh, he has to go first in the investigation. And a lawyer can't be in the room for me, and which which goes against again the American judicial system of an accused able, being able to face their accuser with due process. So it, it's seriously stripping away rights that I don't care what party you're with, you just you don't do it. So either they're going to find clear and compelling evidence on Kavanaugh, in which case he'll get booted out and and investigated and taken care of appropriately, and uh, then the number two pick will be raised up and i and i think the uh the party that's going after the indictments right now will have used up their their mojo on the first one so i think the second one will be a clear sail through or it will be determined that absolutely there will be a smoking gun or just a complete lack of compelling evidence and kavanaugh will get confirmed because what what ended up happening with clarence thomas because he what, caught the bench so but how long did it take uh now that investigation literally took three days it, it, it kind of well no 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 I, I'm sorry I, I scratched that what happened with that was Bork was the first one and Bork got nailed out so they brought in Clarence Thomas and all of a sudden Anita Hill pops up and again I don't know there was no legal recourse on this there was no legal there was no court date on this one this, this too was tried in the court of public opinion which is why right now it's looking that they just dusted off the Clarence Thomas Anita Hill playbook and said okay we need to find someone who is credible enough to say this. Whether or not it happened or not, and and let because the Clarence Thomas, uh, it lasted a lot shorter than I thought it did. I thought it lasted a lot longer than it did, but it only lasted a matter of days. Um, and it was determined that he should still be on the bench, whether or not she was found in uncredible or no smoking guns or, or whatever. So, yeah, he made it. And again, the same things with Clarence Thomas being taken to the bench. I remember 27 years ago when he took the bench, 
the same arguments. He's going to kill Roe v. Wade. He's going to do this. He's going to take away reproductive rights. 27 years ago, and everything still seems to be fine and dandy. And I'm hearing the exact same thing for Kavanaugh, and the exact same playbook is happening. Uh, by coincidence or by design, I don't know. But that's what due process is all about. All right, we'll yeah. wait and see. Yeah. I guess. That's me on my soapbox today. Well, there we go. We got Melanie Bush coming in the studio. I got to get tall somehow, yeah. so I got to stand on the soapbox. <laughs> we got Melanie Bush coming in the studio, folks. So we're going to take a quick break, and we'll get her situated. And uh, we'll be right back. You're going to listen to Mornings of Lone Star. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning has been Montgomery County's business cleaning service since 2002 offering professional office cleaning in areas such as restroom, stairwells, elevator, floor care, pretty much every angle of your office. One-time cleaning is available, but you will want these guys back. Offering daily, weekly, monthly scheduled cleanings, Clean Sweep Office Cleaning works around your business needs. Schedule a cleaning today online at cleansweepofficecleaning.com or call 832-689-7996. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Take back your time and let us make your office shine. Mornings with Lone Star is sponsored by Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Conroe Coffee is a local coffee shop located in the heart of downtown Conroe at 206 North Main Street, Conroe, Texas. Between the Crichton Theater and the Owen Theater, Conroe Coffee serves breakfast, lunch, and dinner, along with tasty treats and Italy's favorite coffee. Have your favorite coffee or just have a midday snack be personally delivered to you at any location in downtown Conroe. All you have to do is call 936-CONROE-C or 936-266-7632. We'd like to thank our sponsor at Conroe Coffee for supporting Mornings with Lone Star and Lone Star Community Radio. Don't forget to check them out online at conroecoffee.com. My name is Jay Spittleberg. I'm an Iraq War veteran, Naval Academy graduate, certified project management professional, and I'm running for county judge in Montgomery County. We should have a budget and a strategic plan that reflect the priorities in our county. Public safety, flood mitigation, mobility and infrastructure. I will build trust in our county government through transparency and accountability, representing every resident in Montgomery County. I'm Jay Spittleberg, and I'm ready to work for you. Hello, welcome back. Morning's Lone Star with Dick and Skippy. 9.58 on the dot in the Lone Star Studios. We are brought to you by Clean Sweet Pops, Cleaning Conro Coffee, and Jay Sittleberg for County Judge. You're talking to Skippy, Dick to my left, but I look up and who do I see but before me, like candidate for County Treasurer, Melanie Bush. Morning. Morning. How are you, Skippy? All right, good to have you back. Thanks. I haven't seen you in a couple of months. I know, it's Too been busy a little for while. Me, huh? I get it. No, no, well, no, we've I'm been good. at different events. Okay, I'll, I'll take How that. How about that? I'll, I'll take that. Well, good to have you here. Thank you. So, Thank you. Um, campaign season kicked off a couple of weeks ago. Campaign season's in full swing. How's it going? Going very well. We're we're doing well. I'm excited about it. We've got an amazing slate of Republicans, which is a fabulous thing. So, Cool. So for those who don't know, because... I, I see that a, uh, a lot of people are getting into like more local part, uh, yes. politics lately, uh, which I love. You know, They need to be. That's where the decisions <clears throat> really impact your day-to-day life. There's only one thing I love more than voters, and that's educated voters. <laughs> yeah. 
I, I'll second that. You're right. <laughs> so let's talk about county treasurer, what he or she does. Okay. And maybe what he or she should do, maybe hasn't done, will do. You, you know you know where I'm going with this. Just kind of what, what, let's say you win, what happens? Okay. So the way it stands right now in Montgomery County, there are three parts to the finance system. So there's the county treasurer, there's the county auditor, and then there's the budget officer. So the county treasurer handles paying all the payroll, paying all the, you know, cutting all the checks. Mm-hmm. Um, to, those have to go through the auditor's office to make sure that they have all the proper steps before the checks are cut. And then the other thing we handle is investments and bail bonds administration. And a lot of people don't realize those two parts. No, but, I didn't. <laughs> um, those are the duties that are ascribed to the treasurer's office. The budget officer obviously handles the budget and should be reviewing to make sure everybody's staying within budget throughout the year. Um, This is a new position, so she's only been in it since, I think, around March. So still getting her feet wet wet and figuring everything out in in Montgomery County. And then the auditor's office, uh, the district judges just uh, decided not to renew her contract and are currently looking for a new auditor. So come January 1, two out of your three... Uh, finance people will be new and we have a new software coming online so we have a new erp for the entire county that will be working on the implementation so it's going to be a lot of fun and i'm looking forward to it this is like county office 2.0 or something so for this empty slot um i can throw my name in the race i just want to let people know i don't have a lot of experience but I can be bought and cheaply. Uh, no, no, that's not what we're looking for. Uh, I love you dearly, but the county auditor should be a very independent person, ideally a, a CPA and someone with audit experience. Well, okay, well, ex- <laughs> with the possible exceptions of the independent nature, the uh, CPA uh, title, the auditing experience, uh, and you're a the, perfect fit, and the the whole moral scruples and ethics thing. <laughs> Other than that, I would just be so perfect. Other than that, other yes. Than that. Other than that. Okay. Well, we won't. We won't. You know, concentrate on that. So, uh, wow. So, auditor. I want to go back to this uh, the, the uh, investing thing. Yes. So, like, you got to take like property tax money and and. Yeah. We oversee all the investments for the county. So what? Huh? Horse track? No. Okay. No. No. Uh, you never know. You Depends. don't gamble with taxpayer money. So what kind of investing are we talking about here? Like mutual funds, conservative investments. So when when we take a bond out, for example, we are investing that money until they actually use that bond money. Um, the general fund and certain accounts go into investment because it's a longer term money. And so you don't need to have it available to you daily. Wow. I had no idea about that. That's, yeah. that's kind of cool. I'm just seeing if you're going to go to Prudential and, you know. With the way with the way the market's been running, uh, I think they actually made uh, $2 million in in interest in the last budget year, which is a fabulous thing. We love it when interest rates rise and, you know, the county can reap the benefit of that. That offsets some of the property taxes and that helps. Now, with the... You know, let's talk about the Fed and because, you know, you're talking about interest yes. rates rising and stuff. So that would have a direct bearing on down the county budgets, wouldn't it? It would. Very much so. So that matters, you know, to hear, you know, <laughs> uh, no, the Greenspan's gone. Who's, who's the uh, chief of the Fed? I can't remember now. But whoever it is, <laughs> yeah, sorry, throwing you on the bus. Who is it? You got to know these things. Uh, you know, Wasn't prepared to discuss this, Skippy. <laughs> but, but I love that you're just rolling right with there. it. Yeah. yeah, I'm just thinking that. You know, there have been rumors that, you know, the the Fed has been saying rates will be going up. And they have been inching yes. up the 3.5% of home 
loans is, mm-hmm. is behind us. Uh, that does bear directly on... It does, because even though interest rates go up on loans, they also go up on savings. So, mm-hmm. like, your 90-day T-bill is sitting at 2.6% right now, which is uh, what a lot of governments benchmark their investment income based on, because that's a very conservative approach. You can invest in the 90-day T-bill, and you, you know that your money's safe. You can invest in other things that are more high risk, which is what, you know, the general public tends to do. But as a government entity, we need to uh, be as fiscally responsible as possible. We certainly don't want to run the risk of losing any taxpayer money. So you typically invest in mutual funds and things like that where you might not make as much money, but you, you know, still get some return. Let's talk about, you know, uh, how you, how you wailed in the primary because we got some new listeners coming in, so they yeah. may not know you. So let's talk about Melanie Bush. Um, uh, Who I am. Yeah. <laughs> so um, You know money? Yes, I, I do. You, you so I, I am Melanie Bush, and I am running for county treasurer. I have been a bookkeeper for over 20 years. I have my own bookkeeping practice and have grown that from just me in the last eight years to over 15 at this point. Wow. Um, it's been a fabulous ride, but really no accounting. And that in the primary, that was one thing, but what really sets me apart from my opponent in November is that accounting knowledge. Um, the other candidate does not have any accounting experience at all. And so walking into a position, especially where you're implementing a new software and you're going to be doing that conversion and you need to know the accounting principles behind what you're doing to make sure that everything is correct um, is going to be crucial. And so you need that experience. I uh, love what I do. I love numbers and that is a total dork thing, but I I love it and I'm grateful. Uh, both my girls have seemed to uh, enjoy that as well and are taking after me. Um and there's um, much rejoicing at the yes, house. Yes, yes. Uh, well, at least on my side. <laughs> <laughs> my attorney of a husband might prefer they were more uh, language-based. Right. But <laughs> so, no, I uh, lived here in Montgomery County over 12 years, married to a wonderful man, Alan, and have a 13-year-old and a 10-year-old, both daughters, uh, currently CISD board president, stepping down from that position uh, with the November election. And have enjoyed that for the last four years. It's been absolutely phenomenal and certainly learned a lot about government and how things run and work. School district's a little different than the county, but it's been an incredible ride. So so when it comes to, you know, like primaries and generals, because obviously, you know, you won the, the GOP ticket for the primary mm-hmm. and there's a challenger in the, in the general. Uh, <clears throat> is county treasurer like stereotypically a partisan race or... I don't think it has been for quite some time. I think this is the first time we've had a Democrat in this race in, a, in probably 20 years at least. Um, it's It's been standardly, you know, Republican county, as we all know. Primary's been the election, and most people don't even realize that there is another election in November. And that's been part of our challenge is getting voters to realize we still have a race to win. Um, this isn't done. You know, I had people all over the summer, so have you started your new job yet? <laughs> No, um, got to make it through November 6th. And uh, I don't think that finances truly are partisan. Numbers add up. Numbers numbers make sense. And either so they do like or this, they don't. A race like this seems to be It's an more experience-based right. than partisanship. Um, I think that you see the partisanship come in with all of our local politics and what's gone on in that with the primary. But when it comes to the general election, it should be— and as far as I'm concerned, any election should be based on who 
is going to do the best job. And so experience, education in the field, things like that matter. Well, I'm man enough to say that if I was running against you, I'd vote for you because I well, don't thank know you. anything about money. I just, <laughs> I'm not to be trusted with it. And I'm saying this on the record. <laughs> I want to hear about this software now. We're not talking like upgrading to Windows 98, are we? Um, no, we're talking about coming from a DOS-based system into a cloud-based system. It's going to be a what? big a big adjustment. It's going to... The software that currently... So Linux wasn't available? Uh, pretty close. So it's it's a 25-year-old system that is no longer supported. And um, it, it's past time for it to be done. Uh, we'll see how this new system works. Um, do you think the future of the, your position, like positions like this, like a requirement for folks running is to know this software? I think in the future that might be beneficial, but right now, no, because no one knows the software that's well, ever worked. Well, I, mean, I was just, well, it, county, got, it got me thinking. Except for our purchasing director. Well, no, it got me thinking about that just because it's like, hey, why would you choose to want to run for this? It clearly Thanks, makes sense. Dick. Well, no, okay. <laughs> What <laughs> take, just take a step back. See that this is your occupation. That's yes. what you do for a living, yes. and that makes sense. And I'm thinking to myself, okay, when you want to get people are trying to get educated to vote. Yes, and most people will never connect that, like what you do mm -hmm. for a living, will what you do when you're running. Correct. Because most people don't even know that a county judge isn't a lawyer, or they can't be a lawyer. But <laughs> they, they they don't they don't they think they, it's they don't realize it's a an administrative position. It's not an actual legal position. Yeah. yeah. And and that's what kind of got me thinking about your position that you're running for is, you know, what would happen if no one even knew that you needed to know the software? So it's like, let's vote someone's grandmother in and then she just wants to do it because she likes it on her business card. And, and that's definitely a challenge that you could have in, in this position, because the ERP that we're going to go to, unless you work in a county government that uses the system, which it's it's called in and it's then their public sector program unless you have worked in the county you're not going to know that but there's an entire team so the treasurer's office isn't just me uh, so you won't be doing the typing well i probably will be doing some of okay. it but um <laughs> she's, it's, a it's, she's a control freak it's not just me the the key is that it's a whole team effort yeah. there are six people in that treasurer's office mm -hmm. they know this current software because they've had to work in it forever um, i wish you could take a picture of it and I'm show seeing them hold grabbing these old <laughs> floppy disks that are like the size of a record album. Well, no, what it is, they <laughs> arrive. They arrive in the office at six a.m. because it takes an hour to start everything up, yeah. and it's just like, all right, everything's on, we're good, and I'm going to reboot. The I, I, I think the, I think the concern is with this system. We we definitely know we need a new one. Uh, we've known that for a long time, and so now's the time. The county commissioners have adopted this new ERP, but it goes beyond the treasurer's office. This is a software that's going to impact human resources, risk management, purchasing, um, IT departments involved. It's it's a cross-county, you know, software. It's not just a finance software. It implements everything. So it, it is an ERP, and so it has all these different modules. I think one of the things that I've heard from most county employees that they're most looking forward to is its new time clock system and that you're going to be able to have one that integrates and that you're not continuing to do manual timesheets and have to get those to the treasurer's office, you know, in time for payroll. And it's a mad dash to get them there. Now, so you're going to do thumbprints and track everybody? <clears throat> uh, there are biometrics on this, yes. Ooh, like retinal scans and the, like the, the full body x-rays? 
No. <laughs> like in Was It True Lies? I was just saying, that, that was a good movie. <laughs> you you, you want to get to the treasurer's office. <laughs> you better be ready for it. Uh, let's talk. So you, you have an event coming up, don't you? I do. I have a, an event on Friday. We're doing something really different. Um, a lot of your campaign events and all that are in the evenings. And so many people are wanting to get home and wanting to be with their family. And so we decided to do a lunch on Friday. So, cool. yeah, something trying something different. So we're at a, a Vina Brazil in Shenandoah from 11 to 1 on Friday. And we are just kind of getting together and having to get out the vote, you know, come meet me, ask me questions. But also uh, we have a couple of things trying to raise a little bit of money because campaigns, unfortunately, cost money. Um, Kickbacks. <laughs> no, no, I'm no. I'm people. Uh, That's how those rumors get started. Uh, no, no, no. Yeah, this show in particular. <laughs> um, well, she's a bookkeeper, so she knows how to fudge it. See, I'm, I, 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 I don't, it's off of me now. She's looking at I you. I don't I'm even good. know what to say to that. No. I'm kidding. Yeah. <laughs> I'm kidding. I, know I can pro- always count on the two of you to make me laugh, no matter oh, what, good. and to get me off topic. Um, <laughs> so you have a fun ra- fundraiser. fundraiser. So we lunch, have a fundraiser lunch um so i'm very excited about that but we have a astros jersey that we are going to be auctioning off that has been uh, signed by the entire team this is it altuve's because he and i like the same height so <laughs> it would work for me but not dick <laughs> i would have to check okay, i'm not i, I just know that. it's i know it's an astros jersey okay um and then we also have a texans football signed uh, that we'll be doing really so, yes my yeah, i don't think anyone that. cares about them right no now. Are you kidding me mrs skippy i'm the football widow i I'm said this earlier. No, no one cares about them well, <laughs> Oh, no, the the wife does. She was she was screaming at the TV yesterday. Yeah, because I lost. was laughing. I was doing laundry. She's watching football. We oh the, time, the times have changed. <laughs> yeah, they've changing. And the American nuclear family. I think I need to hang out with your wife. <laughs> yeah, right. Oh, she love you too. Trust me on this one. Hi, I'm a football person. I love football. Uh, Alan was at a conference this weekend, and I am not an Aggie. He is. But totally have adopted it, and I'm sitting there watching the Aggie game against Alabama without him. And, yeah, the girls are like, why are we watching this? I'm like, because it's football. Because it's football. Because <laughs> she likes pain. Yeah, because there are men smashing into each other wearing tight pants. That, that game was painful to watch. But yeah. it's still the Aggies. you still got to root for your team. I mean, I guess. Melanie, we'll post the information on, the, uh, on, on our page, but is there a website or Facebook page people can go to to find out about you and the event? Yes, Melanie Bush Campaign on Facebook or MelanieBushCampaign.com. And uh, my phone number's on there. Please feel free to call me if you have any questions. But I would love to meet everyone and answer any questions. It's been such an amazing journey. Uh, yeah. I really have enjoyed it. I can't wait to read it, the memoirs so. in a few years. Oh, whatever. Great. I'll, I'll help you write them, too. <laughs> That'll be fine. Yeah, right. <laughs> Ladies and gents, you've been listening to Melanie Bush. She is candidate for county treasurer. she got a fundraiser lunch coming up on Friday, 11 to 1 at Avena Brazil, right there on Research Forest. Uh, just inside uh, I-45. Be there or be square. Register. You have till October the 9th, I believe, to Correct. register to vote. Early voting <laughs> starts a couple of weeks after that. And then Election Day is November the 6th. Thank you for covering me on that one. Gotcha. <laughs> so we have Goody Two Shoes, Melanie Bush here, who won't take bribes, kickbacks, or other forms of, you know, And she knows how to use a computer. And she knows how to <laughs> <laughs> Fully trained on Windows XP. <laughs> Melanie, you're going to come back again. Yes, right? always. So we never scare her off. Okay, you're listening to Dick and Skippy. We shall return. Oh. 
Howdy, howdy, everybody. This is Jared Sterrett, and you're listening to KZCC LP 106.1 Conroe and KZCW LP 104.5 in Conroe and worldwide at OurLoneStar.com. Business office cleaning is available in the Montgomery County area from Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. With scheduled cleaning surfaces such as floor care, window care, trash collection, restroom disinfection, and stair and elevator cleaning, Clean Sweep can service a business one time or on a regular schedule with daily, weekly, and monthly options. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning can be found online at cleansweepofficecleaning.com or by calling 832-689-7996. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Take back your time and let us make your office shine. Mornings with Lone Star is sponsored by Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Conroe Coffee is a local coffee shop located in the heart of downtown Conroe at 206 North Main Street, Conroe, Texas. Conroe Coffee serves breakfast, lunch, and dinner, along with other treats and coffee. For more information regarding store hours and delivery in downtown Conroe, Conroe Coffee is on Facebook or by telephone at 936-266-7632. We would like to thank Conroe Coffee for being a supporter of Lone Star Community Radio and our morning sponsor with Mornings with Lone Star. Are you interested in learning more about preparing quick, healthy, and safe meals for your family? Would you like to spend time with others learning tips and tricks, along with practicing and tasting nutritious food? If so, the On the Road to Healthy Living Mobile Cooking School is for you. Call Amy Ressler at Texas A&M AgriLife Extension Service at 936-539-7825 to find a class near you or volunteer to host a class. Our talk shows and music shows are looking for sponsors. Want to expand your brand awareness? Reach the hyper-local audience in Montgomery County? Lone Star Community Radio sponsorships accomplish this. Want to see our stats and rates? Check out ourlonestar.com sponsor for more information. Or call in and leave us a message at 936-647-3776 with your questions. Get seen on TV, YouTube, and heard on our podcast FM and internet radio. Support your local radio station with Lone Star Community Radio. All right, welcome back to Mornings with Lone Star. IRLoneStar.com, Conroe's FM 104.5. 106.1 hanging out in the studio with Skippy and everybody. We have another Hello. special guest. Who do we have in the studio? We got Sonia and Aaron Orr. I hope I'm pronouncing that right. That's correct. Names are awesome. And they are with Commissional Coffee. What the heck is Commissional Coffee? <laughs> we are a Christian coffee roasting company located in Conroe, Texas. And so we roast everything fresh in house. That's the difference. And then we package it up. We sell it online and also in the store. Um, so now, when you say a Christian coffee company, do you mean it's just the yeah the the foundation of the business is a Christian run business? Yeah, I get that question sometimes because I always when I say Christian, what is that? Well, like, why do you reference it? I, I, I asked that. Because, <laughs> yeah, right. Well, I asked that. Yeah, because we had a, a person here one time. Basically, they're devout Catholics. Uh-huh. And they were talking about holy water and like you can buy <laughs> holy water from the Vatican. And I'm like, yeah. 
do they run a business like that where it's like, hey, we blessed this coffee bean, and it's only <laughs> blessed by this person? I know. I, I was like, not exactly. Yeah. No. Well. Well. Okay. So we have a mission built into our business. Okay. So the name. Let, let's start with the name. Mm-hmm. So the name is Commissional Coffee, and so that's based off the Great Commission, found in the Bible, Matthew eighteen nineteen through twenty. Mm-hmm. And so um, what we try to do through our coffee roasting company is basically invest our after-tax profits into nonprofits. Oh, okay. So we're trying to do good through the profits of the business of selling the coffee. Um, And then we partner with different nonprofits, and you can see those on the website. And we're trying to target what's known as the 1040 window. Mm -hmm. So it's Northern Africa, the Middle East, and Southern Asia. It's basically... 80% 80% of the world's poorest population is in that little latitude and longitude. That's what that window is. Thank you. I was about to ask. Yeah. And uh, the majority of the world's Muslims, Hindus, uh, and Buddhists, um, a, lot of, a lot of poverty, um, a lot of things going on over there, a lot of sex trafficking, a lot of... So what we try to do and what we target is basically we send these, these nonprofits that we partner with, send missionaries in there. Um, they help widows and orphans. That's a big part. They try to rescue women and children from sex trafficking. That's another really big part. And uh, just try to share and show love. And they also help the Christian communities in these regions to start sustainable businesses themselves. So not just giving them funds, but so they can be self-sufficient and then impact the communities where they're at, too. Now, that's a little harder in the Middle East area part. Everything's kind of underground there. So that part's a little different. But, yeah. But, Aaron, I I, got to go back to what you said, because obviously you're a Christian faith-based organization, but you said we go over and we help uh areas that are muslim hindus buddhists yeah that's in that 1040 window right right so it's kind of breaking the stereotypical you know you really are outreaching to uh, everybody yes um yeah and and then we also want to do local oh no absolutely you know as well but that was just kind of the big vision that we felt like that we had pressed in our heart and i don't know if my wife wants to add anything uh, to that, but um, I actually read a book. It's interesting. Uh, um, called Evangelpreneur mm-hmm. by a guy named uh, Josh Tolley, and uh, it's how you combine entrepreneurship and evangelism. It's like a business with a mission. I remember reading that book, and it was just man, I couldn't sleep at night, and it just resonated with me so much. And I really felt like impressed, like like I ha- like God is using this to speak to me. And so I, through much prayer and um, just seeking God and my wife together and everything, like, I feel like we're supposed to start a business, you know, but that's very scary. And, and how long ago did this, uh, did commissional get started? We're coming up on our two year birthday, wow. November 13th. Yeah. So we're, we're still very young. Okay. But. Now Dick and I are coffee snobs. We're going to have to All try right. some of your coffee at some point because <laughs> we got, okay, I'm more of a coffee snob than Dick. Dick just wants to <laughs> Hot and black. That's all he cares about. I'm the yeah. guy that'll do like the wine connoisseur, you know, oh, yeah. I'll swish it around. Nice. There you go. So we're Got gonna, we're, we're going to put commissional to the, to the That's test. That's right. Uh, but I have noticed uh, over the last couple of years, a significant increase in the number of faith-based businesses uh, that are going out. It seems like a stigma behind them is going away. Yeah. I'm not sure. I, I, I hope there's more. Um, I, I see a lack. Like I see a big need. This is one of the things that I'm actually passionate about mm-hmm. is kind of trying to wake up the christian community to see look we live in the most blessed prosperous country on the face of earth right now and i'm here for a reason like i think about like deep philosophical questions you know a lot of times like why why was i born here and not born somewhere else and so i want to take advantage of the opportunities that i might have here not just so i can store up everything for me mm-hmm. right and the typical american dream type of thing 
but how can I leverage the opportunity why God has placed me here to help those who maybe were born in a setting where they're not? And so I feel like that's how it kind of works. And so I need to be kind of, the Lord opens your eyes and you see the needs of, of, of other people and say, well, you know what, how can I leverage what I have here and the resources and opportunities to help those over there? And I think that's what he wants us to do. So not for me to just, everybody, let's leave here and go live over there. Right. And so everything, and then who's going to support me? No, it's how can I leverage the opportunity here to, to lift everybody else up? Cool. So, uh, Sonia, I'm going to turn to you and ask, how did it all start? Did you guys just wake up one Tuesday morning and say, let's sell coffee? Pretty much. That's how it started. Really? My husband just kind of saying, okay, I really feel like God wants us to do something mm -hmm. that impacts eternity. And that's one of the things that we have been uh, talking about doing, like switching our lives into... Uh, yeah, you can just move it. There you okay. go. There you go. <laughs> and, and how can we impact the life that we are giving here for eternity. And then that's one of the things that my husband said. I really feel like God wants us to start a business. And, you know, a lot of people ask me, well, how did you feel about that? We don't have a background in business. We no. don't have, I always tell people when I kid, but not really, like we don't mm -hmm. have a, we don't have any business running a business because we are not. But uh, you're coming you're up on your two-year anniversary. What are the yeah. SBA statistics that they <laughs> yeah. say literally like 80% of all small businesses fail by their second year? Yeah. That's right. And uh, I don't think you guys are in any immediate danger of failing here. No. Thank, uh, praise God. We're we're still going and we're we're growing. It's, it's, it's been a slow, like you never know getting into this, right? It's like, But it's been like a slow, steady right. kind of growth. Now I was hoping like, all right, you know, <laughs> let's see what happens. Like the floodgates open and like, you know, but we've learned a lot. You know, so God prepares you inwardly, like mm -hmm. depth-wise, too, before He expands expands your reach. You know, for the horizontal, and so I think that's important as well. And so I know definitely we've had a lot of depth stuff going on. You know, mm -hmm. um, it, so there's been a lot of challenges. There's been a lot of a lot of things like that. But you learn. You 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 really your faith is tested. A lot of things are tested. Um, you know, your closeness and your marriage and everything. It can be real stressful mm -hmm. and everything. We have two young girls though. Ah, cool. Yeah. And so we and we we homeschool them. So they're up at the business and my wife is like homeschooling and doing some <laughs> business stuff and I'm there roasting coffee. And so it's a little bit, you know, crazy sometimes. But it's good. They get to see I, I love that they get to see this. And now they're coming up with a different mindset than I had growing up. And so they have little business ideas and they're wanting to sell little bookmarks and do different things. And so it's kind of interesting. You see something sparking in them that uh that maybe I didn't have growing up. And so this is becoming normal to them, you know? And they're seeing the mission behind it and what mom and dad are about. And so I hope that is instilled in them and they carry that on. And so that's that's really important too. That um we don't just say things we wanna we wanna do them. It seems as though you, uh, your family's like kind of growing with the business. You're learning right. as, as things happen, as a, you know, maybe a wall gets thrown up or something, and you uh -huh. guys are, are figuring it out two years later. Yeah. Yeah. That's so cool. Yeah, I was in oil and gas for like 15 years. Oh, so that I, I was feel you my background. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, that's where we came from. And so going into this, it was just kind of like, man, this is so well, foreign. Right now, like we have a user asking, like, do you, do you sell, for example, your beans at Connor Coffee or? Well, we 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 basically so we're we're a wholesale kind of coffee roaster. Okay. So we're not so much like a, a coffee shop like Conroe Coffee would be. Yeah, uh, we're more like we get the beans in right on the big 154 pound burlap mm -hmm. bag sacks. They're green, hard, and raw, and we roast them fresh. And so the key thing to us is like you're getting the coffee freshly roasted. All of our coffee is fair trade and organic, and it's specialty grade. So it has to meet certain. So we're talking mm -hmm. about high end um, coffee, mm -hmm. freshly roasted. And if you taste it, like if you've never had freshly roasted coffee, 
like you, there's a whole other world that you haven't been exposed to right and it tastes so different i mean it just it's alive do you, you have know? different kind of roasts we do and so like light medium and bold and then i can go darker like special custom roast but yeah. we really um medium is probably the most popular and then a lot of people like the bold roast a little bit more punch to it and so we have colombian coffee always in stock and then we have a rotating coffee origin that we try to let people experience and taste different origins. We have a monthly coffee subscription that people can sign up for to, for the rotating coffee subscription or the Colombian. And uh, so if they do the rotating, like we start out with Peru. So you get to try Peru. Then we went from Peru, we went to Ethiopia, Yergeshev. And then from there we went to Guatemala. And now we just got a new coffee in from Nicaragua. So when people, because you know, I'm going to be signing up for this now. Uh, <laughs> how do people get in touch with you? Uh, we're on. We're on Facebook at mm -hmm. Commissional Coffee, Instagram, and our website is commissionalcoffee.com. And uh, for that question that Dick said, we would love to serve our coffee at, at Conroe Coffee House if they would love to have. But like other businesses too, like the little, it's y'all are open to because what, what is that even business called? Like, because you're not selling it to my house, you're selling it to B2B. another business. So B two B, y'all are open oh, yeah. for oh, that. Oh, it could be B two B, B two C. What's yeah? Well, yeah, it's the consumer. We we do both. Okay. Yeah. No, we're 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 a wholesaler and a retailer. And okay. so we, 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 we partner a lot with churches, mm -hmm. um, and then different businesses. Um, and then, uh, yeah. So, but you can also come in and buy a bag of coffee, like just, you know, off the shelf and you can buy a bag online and we'll ship it to you. So you don't have to be like a, you know, a business or a coffee shop to order our coffee. Um, but we do have wholesale accounts right at a discounted rate for coffee shops, churches, businesses, Guys that drink a whole bunch of yeah, healthy yeah. levels of coffee, I'm just yeah. saying. Uh, is there uh, like a grocery store, uh, an outlet nearby that if I want to tell people, run to your nearest No, no grocery Not store. Okay. No, we're, the plan is I got my eye on Amazon. Ah, okay. So that's, we'll see. I've been doing my research about how that whole beast works. And uh, there's a way you got to do it, way you got to roll it out. And so um, maybe, maybe next year, the beginning of it, that's kind of the... We're well, gonna, well let, the, let the folks know again the website and all that kind of stuff. Website is www.commissionalcoffee.com. We're on Facebook and Instagram at Commissional Coffee. With all different right. roasts. Well, I'm definitely going to be scoping these people out and uh, come back sometime. And I'll, I'll, after that point, I'll drink some of your coffee and we'll, we'll go into great detail about <laughs> your different roasts. Awesome. Everybody, you've been listening to Sonia and Aaron Orr with Commissional Coffee, faith, a great sounding faith based coffee distributor wholesaler retailer uh coffee you know you had me at coffee i'm just saying <laughs> so thanks so much for being here today hey we it's a pleasure it. thanks for having us on business office cleaning is available in the montgomery county area from clean sweep office cleaning with scheduled cleaning surfaces such as floor care, window care, trash collection, restroom disinfection, and stair and elevator cleaning, Clean Sweep can service a business one time or on a regular schedule with daily, weekly, and monthly options. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning can be found online at cleansweepofficecleaning.com or by calling 832-689-7996. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Take back your time and let us make your office shine. Mornings with Lone Star is sponsored by Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. 
Conroe Coffee is a local coffee shop located in the heart of downtown Conroe at 206 North Main Street, Conroe, Texas. Conroe Coffee serves breakfast, lunch, and dinner, along with other treats and coffee. For more information regarding store hours and delivery in downtown Conroe, Conroe Coffee is on Facebook or by telephone at 936-266-7632. We would like to thank Conroe Coffee for being a supporter of Lone Star Community Radio and our morning sponsor with Mornings with Lone Star. Path to the Plate is a research-based education program that helps consumers understand how their food choices impact their health by making the connection to agriculture. Learning about how food is grown and produced and how consumers can make better food choices for themselves and their families, Path to the Plate is all about dispelling myths and misconceptions. Find out more online at pathtotheplate.tamu.edu. We are Texas A&M AgriLife Extension, helping Texans make their lives better. Lone Star Community Radio is looking for those who are interested in hosting their own talk show. With monthly and weekly slots available on Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1, and on IRLoneStar.com. Start your own podcast, create your first YouTube channel, and be on TV. Contact Lone Star Community Radio online at IRLoneStar.com or call the station message line at 936 936- Six four seven three seven seven six. Does your company have needs that can be met by an employee who is dependable, hardworking, enthusiastic, motivated, cooperative, respectful, and punctual? Conroe Independent School District Special Education Department can meet your needs by connecting you with potential employees that have been preparing for a lifetime of employment. We have numerous individuals seeking paid and unpaid work experiences. If your company is interested in seeing how we can meet your business needs, call Conroe ISD Special Education Department to find the best employees for you at 936-709-7671. A Lone Star Community Radio is ready for the summer. If you or anyone you know is looking for summer internship opportunities, Lone Star Community Radio is a great place to grab the mic and be on the air. Lone Star Community Radio offers a great opportunity to those interested in learning about the radio world all year round. Be an on-air personality, talk show producer, or YouTube TV podcast editor. Contact the station at info at IRLoneStar.com or Call the station's message line at 936-647-3776. For those of you who like your partners, your gumbo, and your music salty, well, we're here to help with the music. Julian Shea here, host of Lone Star Country Nights Thursday, your weekly dose of roots and Americana and all the music that makes this part of the country special. We stir in western swing, honky-tonk, zydeco, Texas blues, outlaw country, and put a pinch of red dirt, and then we smoke it over a slow fire. Then listen to the results Thursday nights on Conroe's 104.5 and 106.1 and worldwide at IRLoneStar.com. Hey, 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 1034 on the dot with Morning's Low Star, Dick and Skippy. Uh, we were listening or talking with Sonia and Aaron Orr with Commissional Coffee. Great organization. The coffee looks great. They, they left us a gift. We're going to be checking out the Nicaraguan coffee. And just know that when you buy their coffee, you're supporting widows and orphans, supporting the rescue of women and children from sex trafficking, 
ensuring farmers are paid fairly, supporting missions and local nonprofits, small businesses, and more. So kudos to them on their second year, coming up in their second year of operation. Huzzah to Confessional Coffee. Go to confessionalcoffee.com. We are Dick and Skippy, sponsored by Clean Sweep Office Cleaning, Conroe Coffee, and Jay Stillberg for County Judge. Dick, it's just us now. It is a little quiet. Yeah, it's a little quiet in here now. We had Melanie rolling in the aisles. And yeah, we fun. love messing we with a, our political we, uh, candidates. We got a, a lot of guests today, and we have some guests tomorrow, and keep on going. So I'm, gonna, I'm looking forward to trying this coffee. That's so nice when people bring us gifts. Yeah, it was, it was a thoughtful, thoughtful gesture. So thanks to, to Sonia and Aaron very much. We appreciate it. And, of course, we also, earlier on, we had Karen Boyd from Play With Purpose talking about Cadence Classic. It's a uh, upcoming uh, fundraiser on the, this Friday, actually. From uh, Sorry, uh, take that back. The Melanie Bush fundraiser is this Friday, 11 to 1. We also have uh, Cadence Classic uh, benefiting kids with cancer. And we'll be putting links up on our Facebook page and our uh, 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 podcast recap. If you go to IRLoneStar.com, we throw every show up there for podcast, and we have all the links on every show we do. So it's 1036. We've only got a few minutes. A little yeah, bit. Yeah. No. So a newsflash popped up, uh, and uh, for those of you who say, uh, you know, Skippy's a, a right wing or something like that, Rod Rosenstein, who's the deputy attorney general, has been summoned to the White House. Uh, and the assumption is he's on his way to go get fired based on a disputed report. And it was a, a it was a Times report. But uh, Rosenstein or Stein, I'm sorry, I don't know. I'm not sure what pronunciation is denying. It's all that it is. Uh reported that he suggested wearing a wire to catch Trump in a lie and then to invoke the 25th Amendment. Now, he's saying, some people are saying in this report, it was totally a joke, you know, like sarcastic. Some people are saying, oh, no, it was serious. Rosenstein's saying this is a complete misrepresentation. So he's being summoned to the White House to be fired. Now, again, employment at will, you don't need to have a reason. But this goes into the whole presumption of innocence and due process. Now, this isn't a crime, per se, so I'm not saying this to follow court standards. But I personally would love it if Rosenstein goes there for a reckoning on both sides and then leaves with his job, you know, to say, Again, this what is up? something that, like, I don't think anybody really has a, comprehend, a comprehensive look at this unless you work there. And what does this matter? Like, I'm talking well, about— he, uh, Well, he— Rosenstein get, is get, direct overseer of Bob Mueller, who's running the Russian investigation. Okay. So this, the chain of command, what so, could be taken is, oh, see, this is further proof that there is a conspiracy to unseat— the democratically elected president. And it could easily be taken that way. But wouldn't it be awesome if he's getting called up on the carpet where he sits down in the Oval Office or whatever and says, okay, what up? What happened? You tell me. No BS. Me and you, man to man, mano a mano, whatever. What is this? And then he leaves with his job. I think that would be so cool. Why? Because I'm tired of the presumption of guilt. I'm tired of the... Yeah. I'm tired that well, yeah, a uh, lot of people a, are. But do you think do you think majority of the people of the United States really care about this stuff? I think they're starting to more and more as they realize it's when you realize how the sausage is made. Yeah. Well, if this is how if this is how the world if this is how Washington D.C. works, I would never want to work there. 
Oh, that's why the whole draining the swamp thing was a big thing. It was for those who knew or suspected how Washington ran to say, we're going to get rid of this. And that's why an outsider, I believe, was elected. You know, for decades, we've all said, oh, man, what if a businessman ran the country like a business? We'd, we'd rock it. And so we well, not even that, not that. even that, but like you're having repeats of people's last names. Like to me, that's always kind of funny where it's like, oh, we're, we, we don't have kings, but we have families. We have dynasties. We have so, we have the Kennedys. We have the Bushes. Um, I'd like to say the Clintons. We, we had the Clintons. Well, sort of, kind of. I mean, you have the. Well, the I mean, more of I mean, more of in politics. Yeah, but I mean, if Chelsea ever well, runs for something, then you can say they're a a dynasty. They wanted to be the Clintons wanted to be the new Kennedys so badly, and that's the whole pro- the issue with that. And they never went beyond. You have a husband and wife. It's like saying Joe and Ethel Kennedy. That was it. Forget JFK and Bobby and, and John Jr. And, and Caroline and, and all of them. If it stopped with just um, the matriarch and the patriarch, it wouldn't be a dynasty. So I think more and more people are realizing that this is... I think people are realizing how easy it is to destroy someone now. Well, I mean, that, like, it's not even easy to destroy. It's more of like, how do you get your the outcome you want. And that's one thing that kind of personally bothers me about this, knowing about what's going on with this whole deal is it's like, there's been so many great examples of this going poorly for people. And it doesn't seem at the end justified. Mm -hmm. And especially with how we handle due process, but also how do we handle a court hearing? Cause there's not, I mean, how often does somebody get elected to the the Supreme court or get, get promoted to the, I mean, that's like, there's only nine seats and that's lifetime. So you're looking at like what on average every 18 years or something like yeah, that. Yeah, uh, it, it's it's rare, and sometimes it happens in spurts because we just had one, and well, now we're having another yeah. one. And and then to me, it's just like, especially when you're talking about such a sensitive topic, that either needs to be found out if it's false, completely false, and it, or you just kind of let it happen because that it got me interested in that Clarence Thomas deal about Anita Hill, and like nothing really came from it. It was just more of like, this is what happened, this is my side. And then they come up, the other person like, this is what happened, this is my side. And then nothing came up from that actual scenario. Mm-hmm. And to me, it's kind of like, man, you're going to be, whatever you want to do for the future of your job, you always have to think of what's the worst thing can happen, it's going to happen, instead of it might happen because I kind of did this thing in the past. Yeah, this is, now if it's this like, becomes the new standard, that's why I think it needs to be spanked down now because was, if this becomes the new standard, forget it. That well, every well time, the ongoing joke now is what's going to happen is the police camera people are going to start making pr- uh, private citizen cameras. Mm-hmm. So you can just wear cameras on you at all times. Well, you've seen those videos of like people who have their dashboard cams and yeah. that people are, are faking rear endings in front of them. And they say, oh, you're screwed because I've got the camera. Uh, imagine the number, sheer number of people that if, if they had that, they, they'd be able to, to prevail. But... Yeah, this is the new standard. Basically, what what the standard is right now is if you don't like the outcome of an election, you can just claim anything you want with zero evidence and f- start an investigation and tie it up. The entire- well, the scariest thing to me I've been reading is the Google folks. Mm-hmm. like Because there's been actual reports of their meetings with folks talking about how to actively... Change the algorithm. Cha- change the way people find information mm-hmm. to fit a certain... Rhetoric or whatever you want to call it. Rhetoric, sorry. But, I mean, like, that that to me is the scariest thing. Like, so that you're looking at the one guy or the group of 400 people that can go, you know what, we don't want them 
to say these things or to find information about these things. So let's relabel it and make it hard for people to find. I'll take it back <clears throat> to what was the big. But that's the world. That's the world stage, though. World stage, but local let, stage. Not that. Then, I but mean, let's take it national. Let, let's talk about um, the birther movement, which actually was started by the Clinton campaign. But how, how, how do you know that? Because it came from her uh, campaign chair. Wait, so if you follow the numbers, that's what you end up yeah, with? Yeah, no, she was the first one to actually question. Okay. It was when Clinton was running against um, Obama. But here's the thing. That was actually done right. The whole... People are like, well, he just needs to show his birth certificate. And I, for a while there, even I was on that train going, yeah. But I, then I realized it's not his job. He doesn't have to prove his innocence. State needs to prove the or the the, the petitioner or the plaintiff, yeah. who, who, the accuser needs to prove their case. It's not the other side to prove their innocence, and that's how it was handled. It was came out there were there was false news being floated around, fake uh, uh, financial aid forms going around. The only a lot of it was based on the fact that a book editor did say he was born in Kenya on one of Obama's books, but then even the editor herself said, "I just assumed." Because he had Kenyan dad. But it was done right. It was, that was due process. And that was as far as it went. There wasn't the, let's delegitimize the entire presidency. Let's have FBI investigation after investigation after investigation. When there's actually more proof on the, for the birther movement with that editor saying that, there was actual tangible evidence of someone saying he was born in Kenya than what's been found in the entire Russia collusion investigation. It's been going on for a year and a half. So... This has become the new normal. Yeah, but it's such a complicated presentation of facts. It's like the average person who you, you find the, your normal routine of watching X channel or reading X reporter or paper. Mm -hmm. There's just, just no real way to clearly explain it to somebody and have it to the point where it actually makes an impact on the individual understanding. Like, oh, I get it. Next. Yeah, well, obfuscation is a big part of any campaign. If you want to get a campaign that you don't want to get bogged down with the facts, obfuscate. If you bring out one person accusing and their credibility starts to get questioned, what's the first thing you do? Bring out a second person. Quick. Certain playbooks look like they're being followed. But again, it all gets down to reasonable doubt. And this is a criminal case or preponderance of the evidence or just well, your own you common say, sense. Wouldn't you say the same thing happened to, like, say, a Bill Cosby? But then his numbers kept going up, like a number of accusers. But here's the thing. The only crimes Cosby was convicted of were within the statute of limitations. Well, no, I get that. I get that. But I meant more of like, when does it become something that's so obscene that it could be true? Like Kind of like Harvey Weinstein. Like everyone's – Harvey Weinstein is technically in the same boat as Kavanaugh. No, because that was to the courts. Weinstein was taken to the courts and was actually indicted, which means a grand jury was given Is he the indicted right now. Yeah, he's oh, under indictment. He was given in a court of law. A grand jury was impaneled and said, "This is the evidence. Is there enough to indict?" And they said, "Yes." Okay. There's no court of law with Kavanaugh right now. These are senators and congressmen. They have there's no judicial power whatsoever. It's in a different branch of government. This is the legislative branch yeah. acting like the judicial. Hey, branch. drain the swamp. It's <laughs> another way to do it. I guess. I don't even know what that means anymore. We're going to take a break. You're okay. listening to Morty's Lone Star here at OurLoneStar.com. Thanks for sticking around. we got one more break, uh, one more segment, so stick it around. Bye-bye.
Conroe Coffee is a local coffee shop located in the heart of downtown Conroe at 206 North Main Street, Conroe, Texas. Conroe Coffee serves breakfast, lunch, and dinner, along with other treats and coffee. For more information regarding store hours and delivery in downtown Conroe, Conroe Coffee is on Facebook or by telephone at 936-266-7632. We would like to thank Conroe Coffee for being a supporter of Lone Star Community Radio and our morning sponsor with Mornings with Lone Star. Business office cleaning is available in the Montgomery County area from Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. With scheduled cleaning surfaces such as floor care, window care, trash collection, restroom disinfection, and stair and elevator cleaning, Clean Sweep can service a business one time or on a regular schedule with daily, weekly, and monthly options. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning can be found online at cleansweepofficecleaning.com or by calling 832-689-7996. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Take back your time and let us make your office shine. Mornings with Lone Star is sponsored by Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. A Lone Star Community Radio is looking for those who are interested in hosting their own talk show. With monthly and weekly slots available on Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1, and on IRLoneStar.com. Start your own podcast, create your first YouTube channel, and be on TV. Contact Lone Star Community Radio online at IRLoneStar.com or call the station message line at 936-647-3776 to take your first step into the radio world. An estimated 1 in 10 births will result in a neonatal intensive care stay, also known as the NICU. Overnight, a family can find themselves and their newborn baby in a critical situation. The Mila Foundation financially and spiritually assists families in need. If you would like to volunteer or become a monthly sponsor, please visit us at www.themilafoundation.org. Again, that's www.themilafoundation.org. Because every life matters. Don't forget to download the Lone Star Community Radio app from your Google Play or Apple Store. Bring Montgomery County's Community Radio with you anywhere with your smartphone or tablet. If you are in the Conroe area, tune in on FM. That's Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1. If you are on the computer, bookmark IRLoneStar.com as your internet radio station. A Lone Star Community Radio. Broadcasting 24-7 from the heart of downtown Conroe, Texas. From the beginning, the main purpose of the Cooperative Extension Service has been to change human behavior by teaching people how to apply the results of scientific research. By utilizing a holistic, multi-level approach, Extension Family and Community Health Programs encourage health and well-being for everyone, addressing values, concerns, and needs with reliable science-based information, Extension programs help people lead healthier lives. We are Texas A&M AgriLife Extension, helping Texans make their lives better. Oh, well, welcome back. It's 1050 on the dot. We got a few more minutes with Dick and Skippy here. Five minutes to be exact. Five minutes, actually four minutes and 57 55 seconds. Well, you know what I'm getting at. Yeah, whatever. You would ever. So, Dick, what are you going to do this afternoon? Anything exciting? Well, we got a lot of shows today. Yo? Yeah. What, what? And then, uh, 
doing stuff with the studio. We got a lot of stuff changing coming our, our your way to make it a better community radio station. Got some upgrades, right? And yeah, upgrades, and then uh, we're possibly adding another studio. And really, what I'm been telling people it's like if you want to start a show, this is the time to start it. So if you're a listener and you're interested in starting a show, talk show, or anything like that, reach out to us. Uh, just visit us on ourlonestar.com. You can take it here. There you go. But yeah. Anything else going on? I know we have some uh, special guests tomorrow. Uh, we actually have three. Uh, we have our good friend Katie with Bears Etc. is going to be in the studio. Oh, great. And we have your buddy Bill Giffen going to be in the studio. Is he? And yeah, so Majors Mon Dragon. I'm, I love that's the business he works with. But when I, every time I hear it, I feel like he's part of like some LARPing thing. You know what I'm talking about? Where they go in the field and they like pretend to fight dragons and stuff. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I always feel like that's his clan name or something. Because I met another nice lady who's on last week's uh, Hispanic Chamber Connection. She was from the same company. And I was like, so this is this is a legit thing. Okay. I'm not really understanding the whole world of finances. But Bill's a really cool guy. And actually you can hear Bill a lot on our liners and things like that. So I'm excited about having him in tomorrow. It'll be fun talking with him. You know, he and I were recently in a play together. We were in talk radio together. Oh, cool. Yeah. He's a heck of a guy. He was also in uh, recently at the Owen and their production of Noises Off. Okay. And so a swell guy, great actor, and good financial type dude. So maybe if I find some money between now and then, I can give it to him and he can, like, make me more money. Yeah, maybe. Maybe, 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 maybe. Just maybe. maybe. But, uh, yeah, so that's what's going on. Uh, we got some stuff tomorrow, too, so we just said. And uh, cool deal. Cool deal. Remember, market calendars for October 21st for Woodlands Arts in the Park featuring Shakespeare in the Park, free event. Yeah, they re- they moved it. I'm sorry to have that pressure be Well, it gave doubled. us all a breather to, you know, okay. Yeah, because it wasn't that good to start. <clears throat> yeah, we're gonna, we can fix everything that was wrong with it now. <laughs> I'm just kidding with you. So let's uh, let people know this show is brought to you by Jay Stillberg for County Judge. And Conroe Coffee and Clean Sweep Office Clean. Appreciate you guys for supporting this morning show. We have been broadcasting on Facebook Live with Mornings Lone Star, Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1, and worldwide at IRLoneStar.com. A special thanks to today's guest. We had Karen Boyd with Play With Purpose, and we had uh, Melanie Bush, who's running. What's she running for again? County Treasurer. County Treasurer. Oh, I thought she was just a software installer. <laughs> oh, that makes more sense. And people, we were joking. She doesn't fudge the books, and we can either confirm or deny that she carries two sets of books. No, I'm joking. I'm joking. She's a uh, well. Awesome she takes lady. that stuff real serious, especially if you aren't there. Isn't that position like a CPA, a licensed position? So if you do any type of like bad stuff, you lose. She will lose her business. So I doubt that she would. She be. takes her numbers seriously. And we also had commissional coffee. I'm holding up a little thing that they gave us. It's a. Uh, they do. One thing I want to check out is their monthly coffee club. Uh, so if you, I know, right? So I'm going to check that out. It's Commissional Coffee. They uh, they have actually a mission statement, which is good. There you go. Before we go, I want to give a shout out to John Turmel. He is a Canadian citizen who first ran for election in 1979 with his primary aim to legalize gambling. Um, it is now um, many, many years later, and he is up. For his 96th time for election, he's failed every time. He's 0 for 95. I mean, might as well. 0 for 95. John Turmel, you hang in there, my Canadian friend. You do not let them forget about you. We'll see you tomorrow. You're listening to Morning's <laughs> Lone Star. See you later.